When searching for the key to a long, cancer-free life, there is one place that few people want to look, which is directly into the beady, unblinking eyes of a hairless underground horror. Enter the naked mole rat, the sort of cold-blooded, super-ugly mammal with cells that loathe social contact. But hey, maybe we'll find the cure to cancer here in Life, Death, and Taxonomy. Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. It's 30 minutes of interesting animal info for you. I'm Joe. I'm Carlos. And today we're talking about some new dudes that raise a crude broods that have cooed. We may be crude when viewed, but we won't retrude. Long life will be pursued. But more on that later. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, some new dudes. So what is that? That freaky thing. That's right. It's the Nick and Mo rat. Remember that? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to. I was hoping we wouldn't. We wouldn't touch you, on that. You knew it was coming. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're talking about the Naked Mole Rat. That was from the Naked Mole Rap. Mm-hmm. AKA, I don't know the the best hit from 2006. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. It was a low bar back then. <laughs> so the the Naked Mole Rat is AKA the imminent immodest immunity mouse. <laughs> That's pretty good. The the big wrinkly bag of neat. Yeah, yeah. And Rufus. I could not say Rufus. Because sometimes great things come in disgusting packages. Yeah, that's a pretty disgusting package. Just just stop, pause the recording right now, if you're not in the car, and go look up a picture of a naked mole rat. You probably have already seen one, but just refresh your memory. Yeah. You the listener, about how just off-putting. It's not just gross looking it's also a little bit off-putting because it has that like really wrinkly aged skin yeah and it's like oh and the 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 tiny eyes and the giant buck teeth it looks squishy and bony in all the wrong ways yeah it looks undone it looks it looks like a brand (laughs) new chicken fetus or something it does it does yeah (laughs) like a panda baby but those are cute they're born pink and blind. And but gross. at least their skin isn't like wrinkly and hanging off it is. of their it's, joints. It's tight and shiny. Yeah, it's <laughs> cute. Like like a joey. Yeah. Those little, little beans that are that grow in the in the kangaroos. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of beans, do you want to know about its taxonomy? I don't know how it's speaking of beans, but yes. Uh, it's in the kingdom Animalia. I knew it. Yeah, imagine that. I did, and then it happened. Phylum Chordata. Class, Mammalia, even though it uh, defies some of the laws of being a Mammalia. True. The Order, Rodentia. Yep. This is our... Nope, it's not our first rodent. It sure ain't. We did the grass grass eater mouse. (laughs) (laughs) The southern grasshopper mouse. And is the Pika a rodent? Nope. It's a a bunny. Oh, yes, you're right. It was a lagomorph. Yeah. So here's where we diverge. The family is Heterocephalidae. Nice. You practiced yeah. this one. No. N- really? I, I read it once before. Nice. It's got its own family and its own genus. Well, so do I. It's got, it shares a, a family and a genus, or a family at least, with another African mole rat. But this one has hair. Is it the one that the Ethiopian wolf eats all the time, which you can learn about in episode two of Life, Death, and Taxonomy? It actually might be. Yeah. The big headed mole rat? <laughs> It's not called big-headed. It's called something else. Okay. It's the genus Heterocephalus. 
So is it like same head? Yeah, it's got the same head as its other friends. No, no, wait, different head. It's got a different head. Yeah, than its he- other. heterocephalus is different head. Maybe it's different. Its head is different than the other ones, or maybe it's just got a big head, so that's different than other rodents, which usually have. No, it, rodents it, have big heads usually. Yeah, this one actually has, I would say, a proportionally smaller head than most other rodents. Well, there's some facts about its head later. Okay. But its species is Glabber, heterocephalus, <laughs> Glabber. Is there a G? I I only have heterocephalus. No, yeah, it's heterocephalus glabber. Okay. I was mixing up the glabber part. <laughs> Some glabs got don't, on there. Don't glab about it. But yeah, that's where it, that's its taxonomical breakdown. Let's hear more about what it looks like and what its deal is. Hopefully, um, you've you already now have uh, like this image burned into your brain about what it looks like because you've Googled it. Well, if you're driving, the, yeah, let me tell you something. Help about you out. First of all, the naked mole rat lives in the deserts of East Africa. They burrow underground and spend most of their lives digging for roots in vast subterranean tunnel systems. I was surprised to learn that it lived in, like, Somalia and Ethiopia. For some reason, I thought it lived in the, the States or something like that. No. But, no, it's cool. Uh, they have teeth on the outside of their mouths Ugh. so that they can close their gross little lips and still use their teeth. So this allows them to dig their dig with their mouths, with their teeth, rather, while not having loads of dirt enter their mouths. Did you know that they can move their teeth individually? I did. Oh, you were going to get to that? And can move independently. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) These teeth come in lower and upper pair, and they can move independently. Oh, really? (laughs) Can they? Do do tell more. And a quarter of their muscular power is in their jaws. Huh. That's different. That's heterocephalus of them. Oh, that yeah, that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these guys have tiny eyes. That's very heterocephalus. <laughs> yeah, they do have tiny eyes. Very tiny eyes, and they don't see very well. They live underground. They don't need to see much, except for, like, if they want to see another naked mole rat butt in front of them. They probably couldn't even see that. Or darkness. Yeah, it's probably pitch darkness for the most part. Yeah. They're mostly hairless, except for some whiskers and some sparse fur. Which makes it worse. You know, yeah, yeah. The only, I was just going to say, the only thing worse than completely bald is sparse hair. Like weird, wiry hair. Whispery hair. Yeah. yeah. Coming out of wrinkly, loose skin. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of loose skin, their skin is loose and wrinkly, which helps them squeeze by each other in tight tunnels. That's what it's for? Yeah. The wrinkles? The wrinkles are just a byproduct of looseness. <laughs> I guess, sure. Um, But since I said looseness, it's time for the much-anticipated, most important segment of this show. Measure up! Looseness. Looseness. Looseitude. What? (laughs) How does this connect? Uh, Because let's talk about their length. They're 8 to 10 centimeters, Three to four inches. Let's average that about 3.5 inches. How many naked mole rats go into the average length of a newborn baby? A human baby. Here's a hint. The 2017 feature film Boss Baby made $528 million in the box office. As it well should have. Alec Baldwin <laughs> knocking it out of the park on that one. I, f- I forgot what the average baby was on when it comes to length. Newborn baby. Yeah, I, I mean like a... 15 inches, that sounds like a, sounds like a, it's a newborn. Two, two, getting close to two feet. A little, maybe, little maybe, larger than a... Maybe like an eight, eight, 18 inch baby. Yeah. 
Yeah. A little so, larger than like a classroom ruler. Yeah. MC6. Five and a half. Uh, yeah. 5.7. Yeah. But a baby's 20 inches. Your math was off, but it worked out. Because <laughs> I, I was trying to do 3.5 in my head and I was like, no, it was, I'm just going to get as close as I can. 5.7 mole rats go into Ooh. one newborn baby. This is the kinder, gentler one. Speaking of kinder, gentler, we've got a special, special size. The 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 average weight of a normal uh, naked mole rat is 1.1 to 1.2 ounces. But the queen mole rat is much larger. All she does is sit around and eat roots all day and make babies. So the queen size is 50 grams or 1.8 ounces. Jeez. <laughs> So how many naked mole rat queens go into the combined weight of all of England's Queen Elizabeths? So there's two. Are there? I think so. I think this is Queen Elizabeth II that we're, that we're dealing with right now. Okay. I'm probably wrong. But so there's at least one other one? Yes. Yeah, so, the first? Yeah, Queen Elizabeth I. I'll give you a hint. Qu- Queen Elizabeth I once said, I know I have the body of a weak and feeble woman, but I have the heart and the stomach of a king... And of a king of England, too. So she's weak and feeble in her own eyes. She's she's humble, like a good queen should be. Or she was. Like a good queen? Ba- back in the 1500s. Queen Elizabeth is there. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say, what, so let's say as adults, both of them together were 250 pounds. I think that's, I think that's, it's a good, a good way to go with. I don't. I don't like guessing the current Queen of England's weight. You, how many? What about our UK listeners? Their combined weight is how much? You said two hundred and fifty pounds. Okay. Because if each one of them is like one hundred and twenty pounds, one hundred and thirty pounds, if they're re- relatively on the on the uh, slender side. Um, and then there's two ounces, essentially, for the uh, naked mole rat queen. Two thousand. Queen Elizabeth the first is an estimated 110 pounds estimated by me because her approximate height was between 5.3 and or 5 feet 3 inches and 5 foot 5 okay and i looked up the average weight of people that size and it was in the 1500s between 108 and 120 and she the pictures of her she's very thin so i went with 110 okay elizabeth the second is 154 pounds. She's an older lady, a little heavier. Combined, that is 264 pounds. And the answer is 2,187 rats. Uh, Got rat it. queens. I'm sorry <laughs> to you UK listeners who had to listen to me assume the Queen of England's weight. weight. It's a respectable weight I mean, no, for an older I, lady. I mean, no disrespect. Yeah. All right. Here's some fast facts, and by fast I'm facts, so I mean long facts. <laughs> well, the, the, the naked mole rat is a fascinating animal, not just because it's a head turner. Uh, a different head turner. There are easily three other things that could have been major facts in this mm-hmm. episode. We had to choose one, but here are some of the other things that are interesting about them. They live in colonies like bees and ants with one dominant queen and sterile worker and soldier females and males. Queens keep one or two males for mating. The This kind of society is called an EU social yeah. society. E-U-S? E-U meaning good in Greek. 
Yeah, you you social society, which is just highly structured societies in the animal kingdom, um, which is debated among mole rats. Some people say, oh, no, it's more just a situational situation. It's debated among mole rats. They're yeah. like, are we you social? It's like, nah, I, I think we're more egalitarian. <laughs> <laughs> They're not egalitarian. No. Um, colonies are important because of the allocation of resources in the desert. Roots... Uh, are their primary food source, um, but they're l- really large and widely dispersed. So one rat would have a difficult time finding enough food to survive. They might find one big root that they, that'll last them a long time, but then it'll be a long time before they find another one. Uh, so a colony can split up and look for clues. Okay. And by clues, I mean more roots. More roots. Yeah. And bring them back for everyone to feast on. Okay. Here's the next thing. They can thrive in 5% oxygen. I can't. Neither can I. All right. So that's one difference. Yeah. So oxygen can be scarce in crowded tunnels, especially when they sleep and kind of work close to each other Mm -hmm. in small spaces. Seen like big like dens of them all sleeping on top of each other. Football shaped and sized. The dens? Sleeping dens. Yeah. Nice. It's good for them. Uh, rats have a special hemoglobin, uh, naked mole to be precise. They have a special hemoglobin that has a high affinity for oxygen in the blood. So it can, it can pick up like really tiny amounts of oxygen in the bloodstream and use it efficiently. I saw that it's regular operating range was between like two and 9%. Yeah. Even at an extremely low oxygen, they go into coma like states to conserve. Just like our little tardigrade friend. Yeah. Grabs that one thing of water, that one molecule of water, and just hangs on to it. Yep. Just, it's oxygen this time. It's oxygen this time. In this state, the coma-like state, they can last longer than 15 minutes with no oxygen at all. You know how much longer than 15 minutes? 18 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, up to 18 minutes or 18 minutes on top of that 15 minutes? Up to 18 minutes. So 33 minutes. minutes. More than 15, up to 18. Okay, gotcha. They do this by they they burn fructose for energy instead of glucose in low oxygen circumstances. So you and I primarily burn glucose for energy because it's more efficient. It's better, but it requires oxygen to burn. Fructose can burn without oxygen. Completely without it? Yeah. Huh. Last thing that is pretty neat about these guys for rodents, they have pretty long lifespans. They hold the record for the longest rodent, beating out the porcupine, the longest lived ro- rodent. Not longest rodent. <laughs> <laughs> that goes to the capybara. Um, but the the longest lived rodent used to be a porcupine at like 20 years and change. Huh. And I think the most recent one lived to 28, oh, more than 28, like 32 years. So this might have something to do with the metabolism method, the fructose thing. During times of, like, roughness, they can go into this weird little coma state, and it dam- damages them less. So they don't even show signs of aging during their lifespans. They're like vascular integrity. Normally in, in mammals, vascular integrity dwindles as you age. Theirs is peachy keen till the day they die. But they also are born looking like... They're a hundred year Benjamin Button himself. Hundred and fifty year old warts. Yes. <laughs> so it's like it's you, what aging signs could they show? Spots here. Vascular and there? 
That's why I mentioned that because I was like, they look old from birth. <laughs> They're bald and wrinkly. Yep. Uh, that's the hallmarks like, of aging. And like pinkish tan. Yeah. Like this, just the just the worst. But these this anti-aging ability and their ability to thrive in low oxygen has made them popular scientific study subjects. Their genome is close to being mapped with a working draft being published in 2014. 2014. Yeah. So we're almost like figuring out their DNA. Uh, so the, the draft is, was published four years ago, so they're probably... Well, it was published like in 2008 or oh, before that, and then it's been revised in 2014. I don't know if it's been the final copy has been completed. But the fructose burning ability may hold the antidote for heart attacks in the future. Because during a heart attack, your brain isn't getting oxygen and your like your blood isn't oxygenating your, the rest of your body. So if we can figure out a way to switch our bodies to this fructose burning system, then our bodies would be maintained long enough for us to fix our hearts. Or for us I, to, I, uh, to find help. To theoretically, right, yeah. Unrelated, last little fact, their tunneling systems have special chambers for bedrooms and bathrooms. That makes, that's very smart of them. Yeah. I'm very proud for the the bathroom thing in particular. (laughs) Yeah. Don't poop where you eat and don't poop where you sleep. And definitely don't poop where everyone sleeps. (laughs) (laughs) And where everyone also poops. No, you do want to poop there. No, no, you don't want to poop where everyone sleeps and also poops. Oh, yeah. Like if it's all the same, just just warm chamber. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of warm, um, to control their body temperature, they're not... They're not cold. They're not warm blooded like we're warm blooded. They are thermoconformists. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Rather than being thermoregulators. I don't. I don't have it written down, but they. I Neither that. do I. So what they do, uh, this this coma thing helps them with uh, regulating heat, or the fact that they burn. Their metabolism is different, so that they can regulate heat and cold better, but. They also just do behavioral thermoregulating. So when they're cold, they'll go up to more shallow chambers in their tunneling systems where the sun is warming them. Uh, and then when they're hot, they'll go down to lower chambers where it's cooler. Yeah, that they, um, rather than like most mammals, active, like they're, well, not, well, not actively, but their body actively regulates the temperature. Homeostasis. So, sure. I think so. But they're, they're, the, Temperature of a naked mole rat reflects the its environment. So if it's colder, the naked mole rat's core temperature will go down. Right. And then vice versa. So it's actually kind of a cold-blooded mammal. Yeah. So you ready for the major fact? I sure am. <clears throat> All right. Well, we had to pick one of these crazy facts uh, to be the major one. And here it is. They are highly resistant to cancer and... Under, under their normal circumstances, m- quite possibly are completely immune. Hmm. So naked mole rats have a gene called P16. Man, I want to be the gene namer guy because <laughs> someone's dropped the ball here. Um, un- otherwise known as the overcrowding gene. What would you call it? Levi's? Mm-hmm. Levi's Strauss, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's called the overcrowding gene. And we have an overcrowding gene, but that one's called P27. And the whole thing, like a huge aspect of cancer is uh, uncontrolled cell reproduction. So a cancerous cell or malignant cell um, will begin to 
to proliferate quickly. We do have a gene that once there's a sufficient like cell density, once our cells are touching one another to a certain degree, uh, it shuts off the uh, mitosis gene. It, stop, it shuts off the, uh, the cell division. But in P16, the one that the, uh, the naked mole rat has, it takes a lot less. So if a cell touches another cell for, I guess, a certain length of time or with a certain amount of pressure, um, it turns off the cell division uh, gene. So it makes it so that tumors do not develop because as soon as they start to get a little, like the pressure begins to increase, it just it just stops growing. So and they they have both the P16 and the P27. So they have they have two gateways to stop cell growth. So yeah, they have like majorly antisocial uh, cells. It also produces error-free proteins, and I'm not sciencey enough to explain that. <laughs> because of all of these things, uh, NMR received with much grace, might I add, the esteemed title of Vertebrate of the Year in 2013 Ooh. in Science Magazine, beating out, surprisingly, bears, all human children, and Oprah. What is this award? <laughs> Verte- all human children? Vertebrate of the Year. I s- Why children? Because chil- because <laughs> because there are a lot of vertebrates, including children, including you and me, including Oprah. But that's a specific category of one vertebrate. Yeah, but I feel like I've their their lives are more valuable to me than a <laughs> what if they accomplished? Bull rat. Except for being adorable. There you go. <laughs> That's something they have that the naked mole rat certainly and that not we have. don't have really most of the time. <laughs> um, um, and they also found a super sugar that has a really long name that I'm not going to say here, um, and it is secreted from Rufus's cells which helps with that contact inhibition, the, the cells not touching one another. This helps keep them um, apart. And we have this sugar too, but Rufus has five times as much. Uh, and this could be the secret to cancer resistance and life extension, like our own life extension. Mm. Uh, people have found that, they found that the, the people who tend to live closer to like 110, 120 years have more of this super sugar. Um, so the elixir of life is this skin rat's sugar juice. Excellent. Yum. Two rats did get cancer once. And when I say rats, I mean naked mole rats, the naked mole variety. Um, but they were in captivity. And scientists think that their their overexposure to oxygen was the reason. Because even though they're kept in low light conditions in the zoo, they're still exposed to the 21% atmospheric oxygen that we have out here. Rather than the regular like 2 to 9% they have underground. So maybe that has something to do with it. So maybe we don't have any hope of this this helping us beat cancer then well we have a hope of like maybe finding the exact reason and then applying that reason in a different way okay i still think the axolotl is a better bet although they're much rarer in yeah. fact these guys are like of least concern yeah there there there's a lot of them and they're both pink actually the axolotl is a lot of different colors but yeah the one that you see most is pink um but that's all i got that was the it's just a shame leo finally gets his oscar but the bear that helped him get it get snubbed <laughs> for the invertebrate of the year award <laughs> that bear should cut invertebrate of the year for mauling leonardo dicaprio excellent bear year. acting that was some good bear acting yeah props to the bear even even though it probably was a prop actually it probably was just andy circus <laughs> <laughs> so for you out there the listener jump out of ron stoppable's pocket Keep your wrinkly folds clean 
and start producing that sweet anti-cancer sugar juice like NMB on life, death, and taxonomy. Well, with us trapped here in this room slowly filling with radiation, it looks like Baron Von Internet Obscurity has defeated us at last. If only we had gotten more reviews and engagement on social media, then we wouldn't be in this mess. Well, since we're gonna die, I'd like to read a poem I've prepared. An ode to animals. Gentle beasts- Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait, what's that? Is that- Ugh! It's a naked mole rat! The smartphone? We're saved! Hey, little guy, would you mind chewing through some wires or something and freeing us? Or maybe calling the police? I don't think he understands you. Plus, I don't think this radiation can even affect his wrinkly skin. But wait, it looks like he's... I don't believe it. He's logging onto his favorite podcasting app and leaving a review for Life, Death, and Taxonomy. It's a Rufus Ex Machina. I can already feel the radiation returning to normal. Now let's go make more episodes about interesting animals like our friend and rescuer, the Naked Mole Rat. We've already been exposed. We're definitely gonna die. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think rooms slowly filled with radiation either. <laughs> but it's a Kim Possible moment. But uh, maybe the 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 magic of social media engagement has it's, saved our lives. It's the it's the magic of Hollywood. That's it. That's the rat's name. <laughs>